0: Before I get started, I would like to issue this disclaimer. I am not a mental health professional. I am an individual who is passionate about mental health and topics related to mental health. Research has been done on these topics and I am sharing my own personal experience. All conversation and information exchange are intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Any information shared should not be used as medical advice or to self-diagnose. If you believe you are experiencing an emergency, please talk to your primary physician or call 911. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mind If We Chat. Um, I'm really excited to announce to you guys that we will be having a children's mental health awareness um, panel night. So we're going to be focusing on children's mental health, talking about social emotional needs of children. And we have three panelists, uh, Jessica, she's a therapist and she's Located in South Chicago. We have Lewis from the Pilsen Wellness Center and Celia, who is the founder of God Giving Others Dreams. So they'll be joining us. April 19th, uh, we will be holding it at Tochi La Diosas and uh, 30. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know the exact address. Please look at my Instagram and find the exact address. (laughs) But we'll be holding it at Tochi La Diosa. And if you can't make it in person, you guys can stream it uh, via Facebook Live on the South by Southeast. Uh, facebook page so go ahead and look for that but today i have the pleasure of sitting down with a former guest i told you i I like finding my guests who are very diverse and know a lot of things so today our guest is sochi hello hi hi everyone hi sarah it's good to see you. i'm glad to have you back Yes,
1: definitely. Thank you for inviting me back.
0: Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad to talk to you. Um, I was a little bit sad because I really wanted to have you on the panel, but I know you had some things planned out. So I was like, oh. Yes, I do. <laughs> I gotta
1: take my my
0: mental health break. So yeah, yeah I definitely need that and that's definitely important. So we understood that, but you were so nice and you were so helpful that you found a replacement for yourself. So I was happy about that. Um, But yeah, so today, this episode we're going to focus on the Pilsen wellness center and where you work.
1: Um, I know last time I was on the show, I, uh, I had mentioned that I was working at family rescue, Mm -hmm. which is a domestic violence agency, but I've moved on to a new chapter in my uh work life and decided to work at Pilsen Wellness Center that's now um one of the locations is in South Chicago and you know I can't leave the hood so (laughs) uh, so I'm working at the Pilsen Wellness Center in South Chicago the southeast location um but um yeah it's great um I mean, I I know that
0: (laughs) you're, you know, family rescue is very lucky to have you and you're informative. And I really like that you, you know, you're focused on staying in the community because, Pilsen Wellness Center is very lucky to have you you're a very very pleasant person and not only that but you're very like goal driven like just talking to you in the last thing you were so informative and so I think um this will be really helpful for people who don't really know about the Pilsen Wellness Center and the services you guys offer so that's why I was really excited to sit down with you again because I know you're going to push that information out you guys yes yes I hope (laughs) so yeah so um yeah so
1: I work at Pilsen Wellness Center now and I know that um a lot of people like, oh, says Pilsen Wellness Center. Um, you know, that's for Pilsen and South Chicago. But we're actually, there's more than t- over 10 locations. Pilsen Wellness Center has over 10 locations. Um, there's, um, they're scattered throughout the city, but we're lucky to have one here in South Chicago. Um, we're located at 2938 East 89th Street. So we're between Commercial Avenue and Exchange. Uh, We're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., and Saturday is 8 to 4. And so we, Pilsen Wellness Center provides um, all their locations uh, specifically uh, have programs. So we have like mental health programs, substance abuse programs, youth services, and some of the youth services that we, that we provide in the locations are like adolescent substance abuse, substance use prevention, teen mom programs. Uh, they, we also have educational services, DUI services. But the location where, I'm, where I work in Southeast, uh, in South Chicago, that program specifically focuses on mental health.
0: Okay. I'm really glad to hear that. That's what the focus is. So can you tell me a little bit more about that, Sochi? Yeah. So our,
1: at our location in the Southeast uh, location, we focus on mental health. We have um, mental health services for youth and adults. We have outpatient mental health services and intensive, ca- int- intensive case management services and psychosocial rehabilitation We also have family counseling. Um, So whether you're an adult, uh, uh, adult, a youth, you can receive services. And the only thing that you need is insurance. So not private insurance, but more of like the medical card, Medicaid. So Medicaid of Illinois. So anyone who has a medical card through the state can receive free services. And so we want to, like, make sure that people know that, like, all you need is an ID and a medical card, and you are good to go to see a therapist or receive counseling services.
0: Okay. And I heard you say you guys do intensive case management. management. Can you tell me what that looks like?
1: So the intense intense case management services, um, the program is called OGAR, and so they focus on... Uh, working with an individual on just case management and specific needs that they need, um, like with their daily life, like how to apply for the medical card, how to apply for the food stamps, um, how, you know, how to schedule an appointment with a doctor, keep up with your appointments for, as far as medication. Um, if the person needs to see a psychiatrist, um, then they keep up with that person to make sure that person's, you know, keeping up with their mental health appointments. Um more like a, you know, living day to day, like you know, helping them with what they need throughout, you know, their their lives every day. Um, looking for pay, uh, job placement, um, they don't specifically like, you know, like oh, and go help you look for a job. But if you need help with like a resume, I'm sure that they're able to help you with like building one. So we have a drop-in center at our at our southeast location, okay. and the adults come and they um have like activities every week they have like outings and that's specifically upstairs in our second floor with our case managers but downstairs in our first floor that's when we focus on just mental health services so it's just individual counseling family counseling and yeah and so our outpatient mental health services are downstairs
0: okay so when you, when I heard you say, like, you guys do outings and things, Um, is that someone has to have the intensive case management services, or how does someone yes. qualify for that?
1: Yes, yeah, so that actually, yeah, someone has to, like, go through, you know, a course of intake, and then they go ahead, if they qualify to for the OGAR program, then the case managers upstairs uh, go on from there, planning, you know, what, you know, their sessions, and, having to, um, then they get together as a group and find out, you know, oh, we're going to do this this week or not. So I'm not too, uh, I'm not involved in the case management upstairs, okay. but that's usually what the rundown is.
0: Okay. And, um, I heard you say you did youth services and adult services. So for the youth services, at what age do you start to provide services to children?
1: We start providing at the age of five at our, so we provide mental health services for kids who are for children are five and older. Okay. And so, yeah. So we have um, parent involvement at first with a the, with the therapist and the child, and then after that, uh, the, specifically the child sees then the therapist on their own. Um, and also the adult or the the parent wants to see a therapist as well. That's also provided, but all just um you know if they have the medical card.
0: Okay. So I heard you say too, I just want to make sure that's the only documentation you need is an ID and your medical card.
1: Yes. An active medical card case. Yes. So sometimes people walk in and they're like, Hey, you know, I'm not sure if, I'm, if my medical card still works. Can you check? We'll go ahead and check, to see if everything's active. If it is, then we go ahead and like, you know, ask a few questions in the intake process. And then we'll go on from there to schedule you with uh, an available therapist.
0: Okay. And how long usually is about a wait time till someone gets back to you and schedules like with the therapist? Is that, because I know that a lot of services, um, when people are signing up for therapy, I'm hearing a lot of people say, I'm waiting a few months out before I can see a therapist. So about at your facility, about how long is the wait time?
1: Um, we're hoping that it's not more than a week. Uh, so far right now we're fresh. We're brand new still, um at that location so we're getting a lot of therapists coming in soon uh so we'll be having um maybe up to 10 therapists soon so our openings are definitely um going to be coming you know be available for anyone looking for services um we also provide bilingual uh therapy uh counseling services uh we have bilingual therapists so for anyone who's spanish-speaking we um we have those services for them too. Even if the children are Spanish speaking as well, the therapists also speak Spanish. So we'll go ahead and like place you with someone who speaks Spanish so that you're more comfortable with your sessions and comfortable with your your services.
0: that's good, that's really good to hear because I know um, in a previous episode we, uh, Tommy and I had talked about like barriers to accessing services and that was a barrier, like the language barrier. Is the person they're gonna be is the person they're gonna be able to speak my language? So, you know, having that is really important. Having you know, bilingual um, therapists, so that way people can be more open to accessing the services. So, thank you for sharing that with us.
1: No, oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I think definitely that's something that we needed
0: uh, in our community. Being able to like
1: ask for services in our most comfortable language—that's right. the only way to receive the treatment the right way you know because if I'm speaking Spanish and I'm not understanding what an English therapist is telling me then you know there's no gain from it
0: right right and it also kind of makes you a little bit like I'm not comfortable I don't want to go in and it makes it harder for you to want to access the service
1: yes yes definitely so we're um we're happy where we have support staff who are there as far as language barriers
0: Good. I'm glad to hear that. So, um, Zotia, what is your specific role there at, uh, at the center?
1: So I am with the administrative. Uh, I'm an administrative assistant. So I work up in the front desk. Uh, so anyone coming in, asking for services where they're offering, uh, you know, like take some brochures and scheduling appointments, doing the intakes, um, and just getting everything ready for the therapist, making sure that the therapist know who's coming in um who who's not uh who's got to reschedule but that's my main focus right now in my job
0: that's my role okay so you'll be the first person they kind of see when they come into the center
1: yes yes okay. we definitely yes so we have bilingual staff up and <laughs> we have bilingual staff in the front desk so there's able like you know people have walk in um we're actually located i'm not sure we're located at the I'm not sure if you're aware, but it used to be an old police station back back then way more than 15 years ago. And then it was a part of the clinic for Chicago Family Health Center, and then that closed, and then it became Pills and Wellness Center. So we get a lot of people coming in thinking it's still a police station, and then we go ahead and provide, you know, information for them, let them know we're not a police station no more. But we're this—we're Pilsen Wellness Center, and we have this and that. And so they're very surprised, like, "Oh wow, I didn't know, you know, that was here." So we try to like promote with flyers and about any information. So if a new kind comes in, they're like, "Okay, you know, here's some flyers. Please take some, pass it out, church, work, you know, friends, family."
0: Okay. So also, um, I did want to add, what are the times of services there at the Pilsen Wellness Center for anybody who doesn't know?
1: Okay, so Monday through Friday, 8am to 8pm, because we know that some people work and go to school during the, you know, during the work hours and school hours. So we're pre- we're open till 8pm. And then Saturdays, 8 to 4 for anyone who cannot make it in during the week, we're open on Saturdays, eight to four. So we have therapists during the week and on Saturdays.
0: Okay, good. That's really good. I like that because a lot of people have trouble like getting sessions during the day. Um, I know for myself, I've had to do therapy sessions during hours that I should have been working, but I needed (laughs) to get my therapy in. So, of course. (laughs) So, um, and do are you guys offering any virtual services at this time? At this time, we're not okay.
1: We're um we're not offering any virtual service. Um, we're looking to see that maybe um start that pick that up again in the near future. I'm not aware yet of that, but for right now, it's in-person services.
0: Okay, and then any kind of group uh group therapies that you guys may have um right now no, but maybe Luis will talk about more of maybe uh what's going to happen
1: uh in the future. Um, like I said, we're, we're still fresh. We're still trying to get some therapists, like, you know, in, in like, on a kind of like a, a schedule and then the new therapist coming in. So maybe in the future, um, there might be able to be some group therapy. Okay. But for right now, it's definitely individual counseling, family counseling, um, for youth and adults.
0: Okay. And then, so, Sochi, what has inspired you to work at the center? Um, I think
1: one thing is it being just in the community. Um, I think deep down, I can't leave this community. Like I know as much as like, you know, people have always like, oh, you know, South Chicago so bad and it's getting worse and everything. Um, I think one thing is, oh, it's here in my community. So when um, I started working there, I was like, okay, well, I'm working here in my community. That makes me just want to keep like pushing these services out to like basically my neighbors, my people. So that's definitely something that I, is part of the reason why I wanted to work there. Uh, These services are needed, especially for our neighborhood. So that was just a big push of why I wanted to work there. And because mental health is definitely, um, you know, it's important for Mm -hmm. anybody, adults, children, seniors, you know, Spanish speaking only people, you know, everybody in the community, I think it's important. That's why I want to push these services out and, you know, to let everybody know in South Chicago and the East side and, you know, in Hegwish that we're here. And I think we're the nearest social services or mental health services around right now in the Southeast side and in Hegwish, I think. But yeah, so... That's what kind of inspired me to want to work there even more.
0: Yeah. I know access to services um is it is limited in the east side. Um I've been looking up like play therapy.
1: Uh, Mm -hmm. because
0: I do have an episode in the works about play therapy. I I love children and want to focus on children's mental health because I think that's important. But um, you guys will hear about that later. <laughs> uh, so I've been looking around, like, where is that kind of therapy? And it's like finding therapy around our neighborhoods is like hard. Very it's hard. hard. Yes, very, very, you have to go like to the north side, or you have to go, you know, downtown, and it's really difficult to find it in our area. And I'm glad that we kind of geared towards this topic, because I was like doing some reading about mental health in the city of Chicago. And so in the fall of 2019, Mayor Lightfoot announced a framework of mental health. Um, So a $9.3 million investment to support a coordinated system of mental health care in Chicago that includes five CDPH clinics and the the well over hundred publicly funded clinics that have provided mental health services to residents needed. So in that framework, she talks about four things, expanding mental health services at public and non-for-profit health centers. In the neighborhoods of the greatest need. So that's what this like proposal investment was saying that they want to support 20 clinics to provide trauma informed services that link mental and physical health care to treat the whole person, because as we all know, mental and physical go hand in hand, um, The second one was to enhance violence prevention programming to address mental health needs, focusing on the communities most impacted by violence and poverty. Uh, The plan is to fund and coordinate street outreach and other initiatives to ensure residents receive trauma-informed mental health supports. The third one was fund crisis prevention and response programs for people who have additional mental health challenges and often have difficulty accessing brick and mortar clinics. This includes new crisis prevention teams and communities with high mental health hospitalization rates to prevent residents from cycling again and again through emergency response systems, as well as expanded use of triage and stabilization centers as an alternative to emergency services. And the last one And I actually found really interesting was, uh, coordinate the system of care by ensuring everyone in Chicago who needs mental health care knows how to access service. So this one, I was really happy. I wanted to do this episode about the Pilsen wellness center, because here we are doing number four coordinating systems of care by ensuring everyone in Chicago who needs mental health care knows how to access (laughs) service. So in that one, as stated above, an estimated 178,000 Chicagoans say they needed mental health care at some point in their previous years, but didn't receive it. When they answered the survey, here were some of their things that they answered why they didn't receive services. One, I didn't know where to get mental health care. Two, I didn't think I could afford it. Three, I didn't think my insurance would cover it. And the last one was I worried about stigma or what people would think of me. And when I when I read those things, I was just like, yeah, like here we are at number one. I didn't know where I could get the mental health care. And that's what a lot of people they don't know where they can access that. And the other, the last one, I was worried about the stigma. Like what happens when you're walking out of a center and a family member who doesn't even know you were going there sees you? How how do you think someone would feel about that? So um, just being able to have this and get this information about the Pilsen Wellness Center out is just makes me happy. <laughs> yes.
1: No. And and then I'm gonna piggyback off what you said about the stigma. Like a lot of like. All our, whenever we like do reminder calls and things like that, we make sure that we don't like put the private information on a voicemail or if someone else picks up the phone, you know, we're not like, oh, hey, you know, can you tell so-and-so that his appointment with the therapist, you know? So everything is confidential. We ask ahead of time, what number can we call? Can we leave a voicemail, you know? And so we focus on just making sure that the person feels like safe and wants to come back every session. We don't want to push anyone out the door because if this person walked in here it's because they already took that first step to saying like I need services and so we want to continue to have them co- to come back. So if they want to keep everything private, they want, you know, their their number secured and make sure that no one knows that they're going to therapy, then we try our hardest to like just keep that for them. Yeah. So.
0: yeah, and that's the thing like um You know, being in this field of like mental health, confidentiality is like at the top, right? It's like Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you don't want people, Mm -hmm. yeah, you don't want people thinking like my information is being shared, like my information is going somewhere. And that's the thing, even just about like um, studying and in school and psychology, and you learn right away about ethics. It is very unethical to share, like, it's illegal. You can't do it. You can't share this type of information with other people. So I'm glad that you said that because I want people to understand it's confidential. Like we, we sign things to make sure you know, workers are not sharing our information and therapists are not going and, you know, saying, hey, so-and-so came in, can you believe this? And they're, no, no, it's beyond unethical and they have to keep your information confidential. Therapists cannot share your information with others. So it's really important for people to hear that. So we can end that stigma of my therapist is talking about me. No, No, yeah, definitely,
1: no, yeah. And there's consent forms that the therapist goes over like to where- you know, your consent to talk, you know, with your doctor, consent to talk to, you know, an adult or someone else. But there's definitely always asking for consent. So that's important. And then going back to, like, being able to afford it, like, this is a great program. Anyone with a medical card can receive services. And I know that for the people who have, like, private insurance or don't have insurance at all, um, We have three other locations that we can refer you out to that could possibly help with, you know, your private insurance or self-pay. So it's not like, you know, we're not going to turn you back just because you don't have a medical card. Um, We're definitely going to go ahead and give you the information you need to go to one of our other locations that might be able to help you.
0: Right. And that's good. And I'm, I'm glad you said that because a lot of people think, well, I have private insurance. Let me just not even go in there. But you're saying like, even if you do come and you have private insurance, we'll be able to help you with another like form of resource, you know? And I think that's important because I, I don't want anybody, if they feel like they really need something to stop, you know, trying to access that. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, definitely. And then, um, Yeah, but like I said, we have over 10 locations and they all have different focuses. Um, So we definitely want to just put it out there just, you know, just because it says Pilsen Wellness Center doesn't mean it has to be in Pilsen. It's definitely spread it out throughout the city. Um, So I definitely think people should take advantage of all these services.
0: Right, right. Thank you for sharing that. And then what do you guys currently do for outreach and to get the community, you know, more familiar with your organization since you guys are new?
1: So I've, I I think right now Luis's focus is just to go out there, put flyers, visit businesses, making sure some of our business like the businesses in South Chicago are um, have our flyers um, somewhere where we can put them right. You know where people can reach them. Uh, I walked into a few locations on commercial and I saw our flyers and I'm just like, oh okay, great. Like you know we're doing. I saw some at Ace. I saw some at the flower shop on on 89. Uh, we're working together with another resource um, resource agency on commercial that refers us clients that are coming from DCFS, like DCFS clients. So I think a lot of networking is going on. Um, it's still fresh, but I definitely think that in the future, like if the summer's coming, there's going to be some, you know, definitely some outreach events or maybe outside, like tabling, um, putting a table out. So I definitely think there, there's more outreach. this summer and you know hopefully by the end of summer everybody knows Pilsen Wellness Center in South Chicago you know go there
0: Yeah. yeah and do you feel like outreach has been difficult at all because of COVID or do you feel like you know since things numbers are declining like you guys have been able to do um the best you can in your outreach efforts
1: yeah, I think our I think our outreach is going is going pretty good because we definitely have a lot of clients that you know have been calling in or they walk in, uh, you know, and they're like, "Hey, I saw this flyer. Can I get more information? Or do you have this in Spanish? Because I want to give it to you know my friends speak in Spanish." So I think our outreach has been going pretty good. I think Lisa's doing a great job um, in reaching out to community, and you know, I'm here to help too. You know, like, hey. I'm from the neighborhood. There's a few more people that live, you know, that work at Pilton uh, who are from the neighborhood. So we're always just like, you know, this happens and that. And so that when there's an event, I'm pretty sure, well, you know, Luis or someone is going to be there doing that outreach.
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And I know I'll be around at events. So if I see you guys, I'll definitely come and say hi.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. You know, it's always great seeing you and like you're always involved so it's like Sarah's there that means it's
0: definitely something happening (laughs) (laughs) thank you I appreciate that uh so tell me how can we as a community support the Pilsen Wellness Center
1: um support us by you know passing out our flyers um talking about it bringing up that mental health is important not just for like adults but children also you know as well um just Taking that first step and knowing that it's important and that it's needed, then the second step was just okay. I know this place. Let me tell people about it. So just spreading the word, um, not being afraid of mental health services, not being scared like oh I might not be able to afford it or you know what if people think of me of ther- taking therapy. I think that we just got to get rid of that like of that negative like. Um, take that first step in asking. So I think as a community, in order to help us is just spreading the word. Like that's the first step. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I agree. And I hope that people listen to this episode and, you know, go and tell people about the Pilsen Wellness Center, or if they have a friend and they're supporting their friend and they say like, Hey, I think, this service would benefit you, you know, I think you should check it out. Just passing that information along is really helpful. And yeah, we definitely want to support anything that's in our community. So if there's anything on this end that we could do for you, uh, just, just let me know.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I also forgot to mention that we also have a food pantry every Thursday from 10 to 12. Uh, and so you get to the services, you don't need any documentation, um, you'll receive, uh, you know, free food Thursday, 10 to 12. Right, and
0: this is every Thursday, every Thursday, 10 to 12. All right. So, well, that's really good information. And I know, you know, especially with the prices of food, things are getting, things are getting hard. <laughs> things are getting hard. Yes, so thank you for sharing yes, so. that
1: no no problem yeah we definitely we pass out cereal canned goods uh things like this so you get like bags of food uh uh, like i said all you need is um come in to come in and ask you know and the services are there
0: yeah thank you for sharing all this information um i'm we're coming to kind of a close here so is there anything else that you think that you want to say about the pilsen wellness center
1: Um, yeah, so like I said, we're the southeast location is on 2938 East 89th Street, um, between Commercial Avenue and Exchange. Our phone number is 872-228-0080. Our website is pilsenwellnesscenter.org. And there you can look at all the locations that are out throughout the city and what services they all provide. Um, you can also, um, you know, find the email and every center's address and every center's phone number and their times. Um, other than that, it's just come out and ask and, you know, receive services.
0: Yes. And that's the most important thing. And like you said, I really like that. I hear people say that, you know, they're having these long wait times to see a therapist. So, you know, you, I heard you say intake is about no longer than a week. So guys get out there. If you're needing some mental health services and you have Medicaid, take your ID I'll tell you one thing. The first person you may greet is Sochi and you are going to have a very pleasant experience. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely a welcoming experience. So definitely head out there, guys. And I just want to say too, I have the address now, <laughs> so now I can provide proper information. Be sure to check out our Children's Mental Health Night, April 19th uh, at 7 p.m. at Tochi La Diosa's, 3656 East 106th Street in Chicago, uh, Lewis will be there from the Pilsen Wellness Center and he'll be talking about their services and he'll be giving a little bit more information. We'll be doing a Q&A. So uh, along with Jessica, she's a psychotherapist from Urban Street Therapy, also located in South Chicago. And then uh, Salia, the founder of God Giving Others Dreams, she'll be talking about um, the criminal justice system and children. So you guys are definitely going to want to, you know, check it out and ask questions. If you can't make it in person, like I said before, stay tuned and you can check it out on uh, Facebook live via the South by Southeast page. So yeah, thank you, Sochi, as always for joining. Thank you,
1: thank you, Sarah, thank you. Welcome.
0: Always informative, always spreading the word for your community, you are the best. Yes, <laughs> oh, no, everyone
1: just be just going out there and talking about it, it's just, you know, we're all doing the,
0: uh, a part. Yeah, and and that's, and that's the happy. most most important thing right is coming together as a community and pitching in. The littlest thing, sharing a flyer. I mean, you may feel like oh I'm just I'm not doing anything. That flyer could really go a long way and get in the hands of somebody who is really needing the services. So You know, if you see Sochi's flyer, take a picture, send it to friends, send it to family, post it on your social media. I mean, once stuff spreads on social media, it's really, it's a great way to spread that information. And that's what we want to do for our community. Yes, definitely. Well, as always, thank you, Sochi. And uh, guys, oh, you're welcome. Guys, tune in next week. I will have Kathleen Sampson. She is a therapist who specializes in play-centered therapy. So it's very interesting. I I had a hard time finding this (laughs) because it's not something we do have. But I do want to talk to you guys about this. And she's very knowledgeable, very informative, trained in this. So she'll be coming on to talk to us about that next week. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Bye, everybody. I am not a mental health professional. I'm an individual who is passionate about mental health and topics related to mental health. Research has been done on these topics, and I'm sharing my own personal experience. All conversation and information exchange are intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Any information shared should not be used as medical advice or to self-diagnose. If you believe you are experiencing an emergency, please talk to your primary physician or call 911.